Give me five minutes. The podcast with Scars and Elijah. You are in an open conversation zone. There is no tapping out once you've tapped in. Eli examinations, hood stories, nightmares for critics. And if you're that passionate, we'll bring you on and you can have five minutes. It is, it is not obvious. It's kind of like, it makes sense why people don't have good communication skills. If, let's say, if you grow up in a house where your parents, like they, they literally are only gonna communicate with you when there's a task to do, when there's, you know, something for you to gain or something for them to gain, rather than, you know, actually hearing somebody. Yo, 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 yo. All right, man. This is Scars. This is Eli. From the Give Me Five Minutes podcast. GM5M. Thank you for listening. Don't know, don't know. Now, the concept of the show is that at any moment, if you say the magic words, give me five minutes, then we start the timer and you have five minutes to speak uninterrupted. And once your time is done, then it's back to an open conversation. You only get to use it once. But use it wisely. A lot of people think that five minutes is a very, very short time. Mm. But you'll be surprised. It goes very, very quick. Trust me. We talk about all the issues of the world, being black, growing up in the UK, politics, finances, relationships, mental, spiritual, everything. See what I'm saying? Hear me? GM5, yeah. Come on. Now, let's get back to the show. Don't know, don't know, don't know. All right, cool, man. Listen, um, today, yeah, we'll just, just, just get straight into topics. Mm. What's in there? This is man like Mudge. You're now tuned into the Give Me Five Minute podcast, also known as the GM5M. Here with my brother Samuel. You know what it is. You know what time it is. Man like Mudge. Out. Some things have been kind of like happening generally, and it's led my mind. Just I don't know. I'm just thinking about a lot of different things, and one of them that keeps coming up. And I keep seeing it in different people's lives, shows, whatever. It's like domestic abuse, sexual mm. abuse. Mm. This kind of like internal uh, issues that people do. So things that are like taboo in people's families, like, oh, you know, people molesting kids and, you know, or um, inappropriately touching them or, you know, even siblings, you know, just kind of those dark family issues. And when I don't obviously want to reveal the you know who, what family I'm talking about or whatever, but let's just say it's 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 quite it's a, it's just it's it's really really affected me. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. And also being like a dad, you know, it's hard. Like all you keep thinking about is how do you now trust people? Like me and you had a conversation yesterday, and he was like, yeah, like you was a bit pretty much like you, you're gonna have to be really really strict about who your kids want to stay with and whatever. I had a different view or whatever because. Trust is unfortunately like you know what I mean. Unfortunately, as parents, you can't be everywhere. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I think they call them helicopter parents. Like you can't be everywhere. So oh, wow. Yeah, like who just hover in it <laughs> over wow. their children. But that's a that's a that's a new phrase. But, that's the bad, bad, bad. but you can't do that. So but it's tough, man. You know what I mean? Like where like you really just gotta, you know, really hope and really it's like I think about it. I'm just like, okay. So me, thank God, I never man like I wasn't involved in anything like that. You know what I mean? So, but as I've grown up, you know, I'm really starting to really realize that. Well, I, I was probably I was probably one of the lucky ones. Mm. Like, I didn't know it, 
But as I've got older, these last like three, four years, I'm like, rah. Like, I actually, like, I'm not like scared to say it. Like, I was pretty lucky because I feel there's so many people that have been violated. Mm. And it's, it's, it's just, it's almost like a norm. Yeah. It's almost ad- abnormal if you haven't been. Male and female, but especially female for sure. You know what? But a lot of guys I, won't speak about I, it. I don't. I don't want to say or, abnormal, but I know. I know what you're saying. It's like it's quite common. It, it, it happens. It's almost as if right now there could be twenty of us in the room. It's probably happened to eighteen. You know, some people there or whatever. But then the other side is is that definition of what happened, what 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 people saw. So if someone says, "Oh yeah, my, well my uncle touched me. He touched my bum when I was young," versus some uncle who's doing some homosexual stuff to a young boy or like, you know, a, a grown woman to a young boy and just yeah. just weird instances. And you know what? When you're that young, you just can't formulate. You can't, you can't talk for yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, um, you know, we was hanging out yesterday and we was watching um, Ayanla. Yeah, Van Zandt. Oh yeah, cool, cool. You got her name correct. Mm. Nah, man, I love this woman. I really, it's almost as if like, now, now I got this. This is I'm gonna be hooked on this because yeah. it, it definitely shows me that yo the human mind and behavior and communication key. Oh my god, that's really what like just for the record, like Ayala Van Zant. She's on the uh, Oprah Winfrey Own Network. She's got a what? What do you call it? A counseling therapy show. Yeah, yeah, and pretty the, much like a therapy show. Yeah, and like obviously a lot of people come on and they deal with their problems. And me and Scars watched one yesterday. Whew. I mean, it's a 40-minute video, but I think we were there for about three hours because we were pausing, discussing. It was, and it could have gone on for longer. But it was too, you know what? That family, unfortunately, just had a lot of dysfunction. Well, break it down, like, boy, like, what was up with the family? Like, boy, like, set, set the dynamic or do you want to play a clip for it? You know what? Let's uh, we'll play this clip. Hold on. Before there was another problem. There's a family secret that has been a secret for a long time. It was something that really, really horrible happened to my little sister. I was molested by my brother. I kind of didn't know how to um, say anything at the time. I told my mom that my brother molested Gabby in the midst of an argument. The people that knew, they covered it up. So my sister had to literally deal with her monster on a daily basis. The same day I found out, it's the same day that they told me he had become terminally ill. I think at that point, my heart and my mind just kind of shut off. And I just kind of went into like a really dark place for a long time. And now they've got a huge elephant that needs to be eaten one bite at a time. To be honest, yeah, it's 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like every, almost every minute is, yeah. is so impactful. It can, be, it can like, be dissected. Do you get what I'm saying? So the premise of it is that it's a family, a mother um, with four children, um, three girls, one boy, and the son was raping the youngest daughter. Now, when the mother found out, it was on the same day that he was diagnosed, like he had sickle cell, and it's when he they were told that he's terminally ill. Mm, he's got that... S- well, I don't know. He has six yeah. months to live. Yeah, or something he has like six that. months to live. So on the day that they found out that he's going to basically die, um, that's when the news dropped to the mother that he had been molesting the youngest daughter. And then six months later, he died. But, <laughs> I mean, that's only scratching the surface. And as the show goes on, it just explains as to, like, why the mum wasn't involved, the relationship between the mum and the children, the relationship between all of the children... 
it was really and just like Scar said earlier, the key thing was communication. Mm. There was such a lack of communication within the family. And not only just communication, but with the show, it actually broke down why there was a lack of communication. Mm. There was a lot of resentment. The mother is not innocent here. She had a very big part to play in the way that she was parenting. Um, And also as well, the sisters, it's like they were, from what we could gather, they they were all from, all of them had different dads. And yeah, the dad part, to be honest, we don't have a confirmation, but, no, but watched, there was no, yeah. <laughs> there was no sign of any males in yeah. this whole family. So I just assumed they just refused to ever talk about it. Cause they didn't, you know, like let's say even if you've passed away or something, they could just say, oh yeah, the dad's not here. But yeah. they just, we didn't hear nothing about no fathers. Because one of them did say my dad, you know, like, like I just, I just found it interesting. Like she didn't say our dad or dad. She just said my dad yeah. did this. But anyway, yeah, let's that, not even get into that. Cause that one, I'm not, you know, no, no disrespect. Like, oh, we, I feel we knew that. Like, yeah. they all look different. Yeah. They're all different ages. What we do oh, know is, be different ages. All, all, all we do know is that there was no man in sight. Yeah, there wasn't a man miles away. Yeah, and honestly, like, I got, I jotted a few points here that I just remember from like just watching it through and different things. So one of the main things is um, communication. Yeah. Like, I find it like so. It's, it's, it, you know what, it is, it is, it is not obvious. It's kind of like, it makes sense why people don't have good communication skills. If, let's say, if you grow up in a house where your parents, like they, they literally are only going to communicate with you when there's a task to do, when there's, you know, something for you to gain or something for them to gain, rather than, you know, actually hearing somebody. Because, or actually, should I say, um, yeah, hearing, yeah, because there's like, there's a difference from listening and hearing. Like listening, literally just passing me by. Like play some music, yeah, just affects me. You know, I'm hearing some sounds, cool. But hearing is like taking it in. Like you're taking the words in, and that's half the issue. Like I think most people can't grasp that. Like we all have a communication style that I feel like we kind of learn, and you see that with the mum, where every time we get to like a some you can tell we're getting to a point of like okay stop here what happened here yeah i remember the whole thing when she was asking why you know like that that was a very interesting point because explain I was, that like, like what happened there so yeah um the mum's uh ayana's ayana was asking her how did you find out and she said yeah i found out because the daughter and the son were arguing and the daughter just kind of splurted it out like hey you raped me so she just said she just lost it, lost it in a rage and attacked him and he ran out the house. Yeah. I mean, like that's, let me just pause that there because that's an interesting one. Like, um, if you've got parents listening, now God forbid, like, where, but what would your first reaction be if, if you heard someone like, I, I can't, I don't think you could even imagine that, like your child, like telling you that, like their sibling had molested them. You know what I mean? Like that's something that is earth shattering. Trust me. So like I said to be fair, in that type of instance, I, I can I can blight the reaction because I can't say what I would do in that situation. Guy, 
You know what I mean? I don't think anyone can say, oh, yeah, I'm going to just hold it and take a deep breath and, and I take a step back and read a book or count to 10 backwards. Like, no, like, that's not really... Like, well, you can say it's that. Not, but- it's not the general reaction. But the one thing I, I would say, because I was, I was asking, is like, look, when, you get, when you're presented with information, yeah, about, like, somebody you have a no, especially when... Because the, the whole issue is how close they are with you. When, this, when it's a bit distant or it's like, oh, let's say it's a work colleague, it's uh, some, some friend, some, you know, whatever. Anything that's not kind of like friends or family, I feel like, yeah, you can justify it. Oh, yeah, I can get mad or, you know, you know, you kind of, you, you, you don't know whether, should you report this to the police? Should you, should you get involved with their issues? Like, I feel a lot of people make that decision every day and I don't know if it's a right or wrong one. Because if someone, like, let's say, for instance, yeah, I was, like, the neighbour to that family. Well, actually, yeah, see, because I'm a neighbour, I would report it. I'd be like, if I saw anything, I could just call up social services and be like, yeah, 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 this is that. Well, that's the thing. The oldest daughter said that he should be in jail. Mm. You know what I mean? But it was almost like the energy from, even from the rest of the sisters and the mum was a bit like, hmm, you know what I mean? So it was a bit like... But one of them, the oldest one, was like, "No, nah, he if he was alive, like he should be in cuffs, mm. straight up." Like, so it's kind of like it's kind of awkward. It's just the actual information itself, like that's information overload, man. Like, well, getting that type of news. Well, what what actually happened is so as she's asked, as she said to her, like um, the mother's told Ayanna that yeah, I just attacked him. So Ayanna just asks, like, why? You know, why why did you attack him? Because she said, oh, you know, obviously she was feeling with rage. She was angry. She wanted to kill him. And then she said, um, why, why didn't, um, why did you believe your daughter? Which I thought was the, just such a simple question. And then she answers, um, yeah, she just believed what she said. Like she just took her word for it. So Ayanna dug deeper, said, why? So wh- why is it that you just believed her? Why did you not ask him? Yeah. You know, and then she reveals, you know, as a breakdown, she's tearing up that, oh, he's been raped. Yeah. You know, and to me, I, I think like that's groundbreaking. Not, well, not, let me not say groundbreaking, but what I mean is it's like, it's so revealing about the simple nature of like, just layers of pain. Like she, she wasn't even like, we didn't even get to, we didn't even get to know by who. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like we didn't even get to that. Like we didn't even get to that far in the in the show. Like they never actually touched on that. Like who actually raped him when he was a boy? Oh like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't. You know, they didn't. But, but but remember, <coughs> Nelly. I think the the only one we did not hear about that wasn't raped was the oldest daughter. Yeah. All of them. The mother was raped. The brother was raped. Obviously, the little the youngest sister was, one raped, was raped, and, and, the, the, middle and the middle child, child was. was was raped by. Uh, um, uh, I don't know. She said a she family, said someone, like yeah, a someone family member's friend. Yeah, like she went over. She slept over at her friend's house, and I think it was the uncle in the house. Like the way she described it was just dark. Like they were both sleeping on the same bed, and the uncle just came into the room and grabbed her by her legs and then just raped her. But her friend was just lying in the bed there, pretending like she didn't see anything. Come on, you listen to the Give Me Five Minutes podcast. Give Me Five Minutes podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so the person who is being molested and stuff like that, they're not to blame in it. But I feel that needs to be explained more to the child that it's not your fault. Like this happened, but you're not to blame. Unfortunately, especially in them kind of situations, you may not have been able to do anything. You know what I mean? Like you're probably just trying to keep shut so you can protect your life or something like that. Whatever's going on in your mind, but the main thing is that you are not to blame. Even though this happened. 
you can like because but it depends though on your actual who you actually want to tell yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you know, if you're, look, so one of the things, that's what I'm going to touch on now, is that with the mother, now, uh, p- people want to just break this down because Ayala done a fantastic job of breaking down the mother and in terms of why the children didn't say anything. So what it was, was that when the children are talking, like they were molested, this happened and that happened, what would happen is that the mum would break down in tears and she would cry, you know, which is which for all intents and purposes is a normal response from a parent. But not I, when they're telling her, just other things because they no one's revealed to her. No, but when they did start revealing, when they did start revealing, yeah. like, then she started breaking down and crying. Mm. And which anyone watching it can say that's a normal response. Like she's crying because she's mm-hmm, heard mm-hmm, this news. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Ayala, I've never heard this before. Gave her some advice. Gave her some advice, and it's some advice that I feel everyone should take on is that the reason she she explained that the reason why the children do not. Um, communicate with her is because they see her reaction whenever bad news is said. So she breaks down and she tears up and she cries. So, so the so so that yeah. So the children subconsciously say, "I don't want to hurt my mom, so I'm going to keep it in." Mm. And Ayala told her straight. She said, "Look, like this is bad news, yeah, but you need to suck it up, listen to it, and then once it's over, you can go and run to the toilet and cry. Yeah. But that's what's going to help your children communicate to it and." Even though the show carried on, she carried on doing it. But you could, but because Ayala had said that now, even I could see, as soon as she started crying, the the children would just stop talking. They're 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 like releasing all of their pain and on their heart, and then and then the mom just breaks into tears, and then and then they just stop. So Ayala's like, you're not letting the children have their own time to grieve. You're just taking it away from them. You know, so this is the time for the child to say what's on their mind, to cry or to grieve, to get it off their chest and even though you're not doing it maliciously, but that's actually what you're doing. You're stopping them from having their time because you're just taking it away because you're just crying. That's that's what I believe is the adult factor. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, just that specific part, I thought, yeah, but like, yeah. Like, actually, okay. <clears throat> not to say it like, oh, you got to be big and strong or whatever, yeah. but I feel like that's one of the, that's one of the early parenting, like theories, should I say? Like, yeah, like you can't, not to say you can't show weakness in front of your kids, but just in general, just even even, even to me on like a, a older sibling to a younger sibling, whenever something crazy happens, isn't that always the case? Oh yeah, you know what? I'm going to stay strong because, you know, you're youngers and everybody else. Da, 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 da. Like she didn't grasp that that factor in it. And obviously, like you said, like, yeah, man, she's, she's, she's going through pain. In her, in, in the way I see it, that's how she's always handled anything in it yeah. like she just cries or she gets upset and it's again it's just this issue of communication yeah like that why if she was kind of more open to telling the kids that you know what this is it, it's really affecting me like I, I i'm not taking out on you guys like you're saying explaining that hey it's not your fault do you know what i mean i might be upset right now but it's not mm. for you do you know what i mean that changes the dynamic even the whole dynamic of it, this happened to her when she was older. I mean, when mm. she was younger, you know, that's not an easy conversation to have with the children, you know, like for a parent to sit down and be like, look, like, let me break this down to you. Like, this is what happened to me because the mother was also raped when she was young and <clears throat> almost like discussing that with the children and just telling them, look, this is what happened to me. This is what I learned about it. This is what um, I now I now know where to avoid you know, could probably help the children say, you know what, um, mum, like, I can't lie, this also happened to me as well, you know, and then they can actually come down and discuss it and and talk about it. I feel that 
that was that's not easy to do but it's something that that's one of the biggest things I took from that from that in terms of the parenting and actually like I feel like just in life in general of course you got to be careful who you do this with but when it comes down to the children and the family stuff like that like it's okay to be open about your past and say look mm. this is what happened to me own your truth yeah like say look this is what happened like I've, I've come at the other end of it this is what I've learned and I'm telling you so that you are well equipped as much as I possibly can equip you to move forward in the future you know because that's the thing one of the things that the daughter said was that you know which was the key word she felt embarrassed you know what I mean like she felt embarrassed that this had happened to her you know mm. and she's thinking as most victims do yeah and she's thinking okay well I can't go to my mum this is embarrassing but just her knowing that the, my, my mum has all, already been through this before she yeah, should understand truth, yeah. yeah she may understand what's going on here and then you can confine like that you know and then move on to the next step it's it's, it's very very deep man Eli here from the Give Me 5 Minutes podcast we know you're busy we know you've got things to do we're gonna cut this conversation right here but we're going to resume again next week for another part every Sunday 9pm give me 5 minutes podcast and we're out